your show host, Dr. Alan Chong, a.k.a. The Spine Doctor himself, is a practicing chiropractor for over 33 years, business practice coach and owner of three clinics in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. His weekly guest experts will share with you the very best secrets to their own success. Their inspiring stories will be sure to show and teach you to see and achieve more in your own personal life and professional practice. Dr. Chong's dynamic and entertaining interview style allows you to just sit back and enjoy every moment as you discover the gems found in each and every podcast. We realize that you're on a journey to your own success and mastery. This podcast will allow you to learn from some of the masters in chiropractic practice, marketing, and business. Allow easy inspirations and new ideas to nudge you on a path to your future practice success and practice mastery. Stay tuned now for another exciting episode of Practice Mastery, your call to greatness. Now here's your host, Dr. Alan Chong. Hi and welcome to Practice Mastery. I'm Dr. Alan Chong, your host of course, and uh, today is part two of a series on mindset that I promised you. Now, if you haven't had a listen to my uh, the previous episode on affirmations, affirmations create a strong mindset, go have a listen to that one because it will help set you into the, um, the understanding of, of um, uh, what I mean by an affirmation and how it, it can strengthen your, your mindset. And the quick summary of that is that um, I, I believe and know that affirmations have helped me tremendously in my life, um, both in good times and in, in bad times, just to help get through certain things, knowing that I can embrace. Um, for example, I, I, I share the story, I'm not going to give it all away, but of in the previous episode of a true story about I, how I taught my children um, wh- and why I taught my children a really key, simple three affirmations that to this day they not only remember, they remember with a bit of, oh, dad, you know, sort of, um, yes, or they're, they're becoming, well, they are adults now. And so th- they are appreciating that more and more. But there was a time where it's like, oh, dad, you know, of course we remember those. And then they rattle off the, the affirmation. So today's topic, though, is the mindset of prosperity. The mindset of prosperity is today's topic. So I'm going to be covering three areas. Let me break it down into invest in yourself as part of mindset uh, and prosperity. So number one is invest in yourself. The second part is reinvest in your business. And you think, well, reinvest in your business. Well, first of all, yes, of course, it took a, 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 a whole bunch of investment and still does. But I want to share some ideas about how you can sh- um, reinvest in your business and what you need to do to create the prosperity and the mindset of prosperity. And you, I mean, prosperity, I'm defining a little bit different than success. I'm defining prosperity here as in, um, was born in Canada to um, Chinese parents. So prosperity in the, uh, in the many cultures, but Asian culture especially, is, is very um, 
important and meaningful, and it means more than just money. So it's and and it's a little bit different than success in the sense of prosperity. Also means um, having a uh, prosperity mindset. Also means a very generous. Um, um, mindset. So not just the ability to uh, make money and make things happen, but to be very generous in both spirit and in, um, in giving in to humanity, really. So I think that uh, defines prosperity a little bit different than just success. Um, now, the third, so invest in yourself, reinvesting in your business, and then keeping yourself positive. That is the third part of what I'm going to be talking about today. So the first part, invest in yourself. Well, uh, I'm going to keep it simple and, and, and really just break it down to an, a few important things that I do for myself. And uh, you might think, well, what does he mean? Well, I mean, in meditation, invest in yourself in mind uh, and mindset building activities. So, uh, for example, I do a, a daily, part of my daily morning ritual is to do a 10-minute uh, meditation. And in that meditation, it helps ground me. And obviously, I, I get up early enough uh, not to be rushed and and just it's part of it for me it's actually part of my wake up routine so i personally do my meditation uh lying down and um it's a guided one and you might think well there's no way i could do that because i'd fall asleep well that may be true so then don't do that you might want to do it sitting up and such but it is a a, a, a kind of a simple and and guided meditation that I do for myself. So investing in yourself is investing in things that build your mind uh, and that take zero money, but just a little bit of time. And now um, investing in your own health, that's a given. Some of you out there are chiropractors. Some of you are natural health practitioners. Some of you are business people, small business. Some of you are entrepreneurs and individuals. Either way, um, the, the common question in chiropractic when I certainly talk to colleagues is how often do you get adjusted adjustments to see your chiropractor? Or, or, and, you know, I'm surprised by some of the answers. That some are say, well, whenever it bothers me or whenever it hurts, well, that, that tells me um, and it should tell them that they're only looking after their selves, themselves um symptomatically and I personally don't want it to practice that way nor do I want to um, you know be unhealthy or just address painful issues uh, so I get adjusted very regularly I, I try to get adjusted once a week at the longest uh, once every two weeks and that's that's just my personal thing and an example of investing in yourself um, now in different fields, it, it might be other things. Uh, regular exercise, for example, is another investing in yourself, obviously. Um, healthy, high-quality food. It's amazing what people eat because it's cheap, convenient, not terribly healthy, or uh, outright not healthy. And so investing in yourself means eating 
uh, high-quality food, fresh food, uh, food that you're proud to not only serve to others, but to, to have a healthy body. And I think you know what I mean by that. There's tons of information on that, virtually too much information. So you have to kind of decide how you want to eat. So no judgment, um, but I'm asking you to invest in yourself in, in what you eat and drink and consume. So that's that's the quick of, of that, investing in yourself. And then, of course, you know, investing in things like, um, you know, your your clothing perhaps and and how you treat yourself is is the key to building a healthy mindset and um all those things are together now the the second topic uh well, that I want to cover is re- reinvest in your business so uh let me give an example of what I'm talking about specifically i i own two clinics and um have always believed and known that location of a business is key. Location, 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 as, as um, commercial realtors will say, and even even residential realtors will, will say that, you know, cause, because it will serve you well to invest in a great location. Now, I... I say that my um, two clinics are are um, in prime well they are in prime locations they're in the high rent districts so um, it's just a reality when you choose and and choose to invest in your business when you first start it you obviously have to weigh the pros and cons the size the square footage and such Here's a tip for you if you're starting a, a business, um, always look at staying compact and efficient with your square footage because the best locations cost a lot in rent and rent is a set expense that uh, creates a significant overhead in case there's downturns in business or or such. So when I built my second clinic from moving after 25 years, I actually scouted out very specific locations, prime real estate, but um, small footprints just for what I need to be efficient with the number of associates and stuff I wanted to. Many people make that business mistake of thinking big, acting big, taking out large spaces and not filling it with the plans of filling it. Well, that's, that's, that's not what I've found is, is a great way to go. So it's better to be um, highly busy in a smaller location, in my opinion, than to be highly busy in a large location but not full, not full to capacity because either lots of wasted space or poor design. So that's the other thing. Um, in the initial investment, I invested in really smart design of my clinic spaces. In fact, um, when I built my suburban practice, uh, it I hired uh, an interior designer in, in in an architectural firm. Yes, I paid 
a, a good amount for that. But to this day, people still love the clinic. They they love the feeling of it. We have changed paint color and and a few things like that cosmetically. And um, in, in the in the what eighteen going on nineteen years that I've been in that location. But really, there's some timeless elements that still keep that fresh and um, feeling good. Most people get that. They, they tell us that there's something about the clinic. It kind of has a zen feeling. So when you're, when you're investing and reinvesting, here's one of the things is that I mentioned is to freshen up your clinic. Always keep it impeccably clean, of course. Um, and we're talking about the, you know, the nooks and crannies and the dusting and stuff like that. Um, and keep your, uh, your paint fresh and, and, um, you know, you get advice and, and, and spend a little bit of money in that way to reinvest, to keep your clinic looking modern and up to date. So keep up to date with your clinic. Now, how else can you reinvest in your business? Well, keep the uh, uh, attract um, hire and interview for the very best staff and train them on a virtually daily basis give them substance uh, and that's not to highly manage them necessarily but give them the tools but also always uh, expectation manage um, I both own the clinic and uh, am clinic director, and sometimes it feels and seems overwhelming. So if you're um, a director or clinic director and owner, I know exactly how you feel. So at times it's not easy. You just try your best and uh, to, to hire. And one of the, the tips I will share with you that uh, someone taught me when placing an ad Place like be as specific to visualize the person that you want to hire with the traits and, and such, including um, spelling out the exact hours and, and expectations, uh, perhaps even wage uh, in your hiring ad so that you attract the people by self-selection. So I've also made the mistake several times of putting ads out there that are too vague and we get all kinds of applicants that are inappropriate, no experience and they're they're it's just uh it's painful to be looking at the uh the resumes that get filtered through. So, um the the other thing with uh reinvesting in your business is to um Okay, so we summarize that best locations. If you're looking at changing locations, um, scout that out carefully. And I always use a commercial agent uh, to represent me for negotiating. Now, I didn't always do so. I thought I was really good at that, but it turned out that um, when I used a commercial agent and or a real estate uh, advisor. I, I, you know, I just, they just covered things for me that I didn't think of. And, and, um, of course they're acting in my best interest, 
um, to, to get ideal space. So I hope though there's some really good tips there that you um, will find useful for reinvesting in your business. And of course, reinvesting in your business means that you have to spend uh, not just time, but some money into some of these aspects. It might be signage. Certainly your online signage, if you will, is to invest in um, a, uh, a really good, uh, appropriate looking website that is professionally managed and doesn't keep on going down or doesn't take forever to load. Uh, and that is, is something we are constantly needing to look at um, uh, the, the company or individual that keeps that fresh and keeps it active and keeps it up, obviously, with uh, the appropriate pages, changes in staff. Uh, and I'm telling you these things because I've made the mistakes of having a website that wasn't 100% current, up to date. And, you know, it's just, it does not serve you well. More and more people actually decide whether they're going to come and see you or, or um, take advantage of your services or even email you or, or click further by your online presence. So, and interestingly, I learned that um, the majority of, like the, there's a huge shift, I can't remember what percentage, but most people are using their mobile devices, uh, at least here in North America, um, to, to search up your, your clinic. And so it's got to be not only mobile friendly, it's, you know, it just has to be uh, appropriate without too much text because people aren't going to get through that. Um, and then, um, you know, the, the other investment, I almost forgot this, really important is to have uh, a good-looking, professionally done video uh, for your uh, website and, and your business website because one of the spine clinic I run, Calgary Spinal Decompression, it, we get a ton of people um, referring to the excellent video because it answered all their pressing questions uh, for them to contact us, whether by email or or good old phone call to contact us because they watch the video. That is an effective, not a sales video, it's an informational video because we aren't selling them. We're just saying contact us if you have this, this, and this. So that's the last thing. Uh, there's many, many other things to reinvest and invest in your business. That's the message. So important. Now, the last topic I want to cover in today's podcast is keeping yourself positive. Obviously, this is um, about mindset this episode, but it's specifically the mindset of prosperity. And prosperity, remember, is is more than just success. It's more than just money. It's having a generous and compassionate um, attitude and mindset to um, to serve your people in whatever you're doing. Again, most of our listeners here in Practice Mastery but are practitioners of various types, but we have a growing listenership. And thank you for listening. I do uh, ask you to share this podcast with uh, your your colleagues and your friends because that's the only way uh, I get we get great 
feedback about our podcast, about how it's unique, it's it's genuine, it's down to earth. And that's what Practice Mastery Podcast is all about. And it's to give you insightful, um, inspirational uh, ideas and topics so that you can actually um, uh, improve in your practice and achieve levels of mastery that you wouldn't necessarily uh, unless you listen to and fill your um, your your mind through podcasts, uh, listening to quality content. That's what we're all about: is to produce high quality, I say, legacy content. Um, that is practice mastery. So, in today's solo episode, as I as I um, one of my favorite topics, of course, is mindset, and uh, above all, the third part of this is about keeping yourself positive. So, um, number one is in your self-talk. Number two is in laughing, is to laugh and create laughter. Um, Not all the time, of course, but just be able to laugh, uh, laugh at yourself at times and think of... um, of a funny angle. And then the third is to stick with positive people. And some have said you are the combination of the, you know, 10 people that you hang around with, uh, spend the most time with. Some people would even suggest five people. Uh, you are the, the sort of, you become like the, the five people. Now, if you look at it, that you spend the most time with. Now, I mentioned earlier about, well, staff, um, we spend a lot of time with our staff. So at least make it quality time and uh, have be a leader within your organization. Be a leader within who you are able to lead, certainly in your family and certainly uh, with your patients if, if you're a practitioner and uh, certainly if you if you either own and or uh, are director of your uh, clinic or office, uh, all the more important um, to be a leader and to have a leader mindset. And uh, so to do that, self-talk, keep your self-talk positive. I hear so many people cussing and cursing uh, about, you know, this and that. Um, and I, from time to time, I, I fall into that trap of, oh, dumb, stupid. You know, that was really dumb. Well, that might be true, but you already know that. So how can you try to see the positive in that? Well, I guess I really needed to do that again or, you know, whatever it be. Um, because it's only one moment in time. And if you missed it, you kind of missed it. So doesn't mean that you'll forever miss certain things, perhaps. Um, but, you know, uh, it, our lives are a whole bunch of moments in time, if you want to think about it that way. So let's make the most of it with positive self-talk and and, and just get rid of the habit of cussing and, and negative self-talk. So that uh, affirmations, uh, as I talked about in the in the uh, prior episode on mindset, the special feature on part one uh, of two, a part series on the power of mindset. 
I talked about affirmations and affirmations. I'll just touch on it a little bit. Here is basically self-talk. And so you, when you actually structure it, the quick of it is that to create um, affirmations, there's a quick step. Uh, and I'll give you the quick three steps right now. One is to journal. Two is to discover what's most important to you. And then three is to create the affirmation um, by keeping it short and then memorize it so that you can recite it uh, and make it a ritual, whether it be morning or evening or perhaps midday. But cr make it a ritual, meaning a ritual meaning that it's, it's a daily thing that you do, perhaps twice a day, that you can help ground yourself with positive self-talk. This is your host, Dr. Alan Chong. I hope you're finding unique value in this podcast. If so, my ask of you is to subscribe and share it. Yes, please share this podcast with one friend and colleague. That's how you can help grow this as a movement. Practice Mastery's mission is to share legacy content with listeners like you. Now back to the show. The second is laugh and think of funny, of a funny angle to that. And you've probably heard that laughter can heal. And certainly we know physiologically it produces endorphins. It produces great brain chemicals. Uh, and that's why comedy, there's, there's usefulness in comedy, certainly. And, but to be able to laugh at things when appropriate, obviously, um, and take a different view of life, that's what I'm really talking about, to be able to laugh uh, and think of a funny angle for that. And, I mean, if you're not necessarily a humorous person, I'm not talking about doing stand-up or what I call sit-down comedy, uh, because uh, when, you know, in the clinic, from time to time, if I'm comfortable and the and the patient is comfortable with me, I will, you know, th uh, mention something that that certainly would would be funny. Uh, but um, you know, I think that's a good uh, thing to to make lighten uh, uh, something when appropriate. Obviously, doctor patient relationship is so important and you can't just joke about things. So, um, but to, I was accused of being too serious in my clinic. Sometimes I still am because I just can be super serious and analytic because I am an analytical type of person. But I've learned, uh, for example, a couple of years ago, just a couple of years ago, and I've been in practice um, a lot of years, 30, 33 years. And I said, we are declaring my half day Fridays. I love Fridays. Uh, and, and I work a half day and I declared it fun Fridays. So we make a point of having more fun on Fridays. And so, um, I often buy my, my, my staff, um, coffee or tea, whatever they want. And again, that's a reinvestment for one in your business is to treat your staff really well and to, to not harp on them because it's hard not to be, be saying, where's this, where's that, you know, I need this done, 
be very demanding as the boss. But um, this is something I've learned over the years. You've got to treat staff uh, well. And really well is even better because uh, then it comes back to many, many fold. That's the reinvestment in staff. So laughter. And uh, so why not create a, a fun Friday for, for you and your staff? Try it. And then third is uh, stick with positive people. In other words, surround yourself with select positive people that you can have meaningful positive conversations that's not to say that there isn't some negative stuff there but stay positive Uh, and obviously that that will go far in helping you create uh, a mindset and i'll give an example the opposite is so true um what do you think uh your attitude becomes like when you're the super positive person and you're around several negative people, it's easy to get drawn into um, being negative, isn't it? As opposed to your massive positivity, it's possible. I certainly believe that to be true. Your your extreme positivity wins all those people over to be positive people. Um, let's face it, some people have a lot of negative things to say and think so you you know carefully and selectively you need to distance yourself from those people you know and for some people I'm not saying disown them because for some people it's family for some people you can't just go away well perhaps you could but um, that's another topic so uh, I, there's, there's so much more I could say about, about keeping yourself positive, but those are the three, uh, ones that I thought of today, positive self-talk, positive in laughter and funny, um, viewpoints and, um, positive people surround yourself with positive people. And you will become more like that. And listen, if you've if kind of hit a nerve a bit and you realized, you know, I'm not the most positive person, I tend to look at the, the negative angles to things, then start hanging around a lot more positive people than you and get to know them and, and learn to be more positive. And you can be uh, learn to be more positive in... Um, affirmations, creating affirmations that really start to shift your mindset day by day by day. So that's it for, we're going to wrap this, this uh, episode um, on the mindset of prosperity. I, I hope um, you've enjoyed the show. And if you have, please again, share it uh, with others. If you want to get a hold of me, I invite you to join our Facebook group uh, and and that is Practice Mastery Podcast official Facebook group ask to join that and then you know that's where you can ask me questions and or uh, as well follow me um, or connect with me on Instagram at Dr. Alan Chong D-R-A-L-A-N-C-H-O-N-G Dr. Alan Chong that's my handle on Instagram 
and then you can certainly ask me questions. We post regularly uh, when new episodes uh, come out. And um, that's it for today. I really hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, and more importantly, I hope this brings you one step closer to practice mastery. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Chong. Bye for now. Well, that wraps up another episode of Practice Mastery, Your Call to Greatness. We hope that you've enjoyed the show. For show notes, to listen more, and to subscribe, go to highprofitspractice.com forward slash podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So remember to rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, wishing you one step closer to Practice Mastery, Your Call to Greatness. All content for Practice Mastery podcasts and all related media of Practice Mastery, Your Call to Greatness are claimed and protected by copyright. All rights reserved by Dr. Alan Chong.